Hey, hey, ho, hi, hoo, Hey, guys. Welcome back to Scripture Mastery with Mr. Eccleschneiser. This will be 2 Nephi 28.30. Um, but before we get into that, we got to address the elephant in the last podcast. As you know, this podcast is called Much Ado About Nothing. As we heard in the previous episode, the name will soon be changed to Scripture Mastery. And all of the previous episodes will be moved to that. Speaking of which, look out for the bonus episode, which will be coming out this next week. It will describe in a lot more detail uh, what this new podcast is going to be about and how to find it. And I will be posting a link in the description of one of these episodes. The bonus episode. That's that's where I'll post it. Yeah, Everything's in the bonus episode. Don't worry about it, guys. Um, and it will direct, that link will direct you to this new podcast that's coming out. That will be called Scripture Mastery, the part in that one guy's life where he memorizes scriptures and he's accountable for it and he does stuff like that. So yeah. All right, let's jump into our scripture, which is 2 Nephi 28. We are off script now. Okay. 2 Nephi 28. Second Nephi 28. Four. It's another four scripture. I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta keep going with the fours. <laughs> I just keep finding more, you know? And they're all doctrinal mastery that I'll be teaching on my mission. So, hmm. Four. Behold. I believe. For behold. Thus saith the Lord God. I will give unto the children of men, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. And blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts and lend an ear unto my counsel, for they shall learn wisdom. For unto him that receiveth, yeah, for unto him that receiveth, I shall, will, I will give more. And from them that shall say, we have enough, from them shall be taken away even that which they have. Drop my phone. That's pretty powerful scripture for me. I don't know about you, but it is for me. And uh, I love how it encourages you to keep developing and to keep receiving the gifts that Heavenly Father wants to give you. So let's remember that in our journeys, that we are never done. Zion is never fully protected because the enemy is always coming up with new ways to attack us. And it just makes us better people in general. Enemy or not. Well, no. That's not true. That's hypocrisy. Don't listen to that. We need an enemy, or else there wouldn't be truth or dark in next things. I should I should get that scripture next, you know? The the one that says there has to be like a balance and all thing. I think Lehi says it in when he's about to die in first second Nephi. It's in the beginning of 2 Nephi, Lehi dies, and he gives advice to his children. And I think there has there has to be opposition in all things. That's what it is. There has to be opposition in all things, or else nothing would have been created. I read, I, oh, I read that somewhere. I forgot where it is. All right, moving on. Next one. We're now going to the review portion of our episode, which is 2 Nephi 26, 
33. For none of these iniquities are of the Lord. For he doeth that which is good among the children of men, and he doeth nothing save it be plain unto the children of men. And all things are given them which are expedient unto men. I got distracted, didn't I? Okay. Any in Okay. So, we're on 2 Nephi 20, 26, 33. And he inviteth them all to come unto him and partake of his goodness. And he denieth none that come unto him, black and white, bonded, free, male and female. And... Yeah, Everyone come watch me deteriorate as I forget everything that I learned. And he remembereth the heathen, and all are alike unto God, both Jew and Gentile. And there you have it. All are alike unto God, no matter who you think you are. Yes. And we all have the potential to become like him. Every one of us. No matter what you believe in. But just the potential. Whether we actually get there or not is entirely up to us. Now, we have... It's not another second Nephi. It is... Moses. Moses 139. For behold... This is my work and my glory. To bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's a very short scripture. It's not like Jesus wept, but it's a very short scripture. <laughs> Let's see if we can memorize Jesus wept in the next next episode. I've already got it memorized. I just don't know where the reference is. That'd, that'd be all it would be. Yeah. Alright. Mosiah. Mosiah 3.19, I believe. Mosiah 3.19. For the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord. And and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child doth submit to his father. Yes, that's and that and that is all. After that, we got we got. We got, huh, this one always tricks me, doesn't it? Romans, Romans, isn't it? I think it is Romans. Romans one twelve. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, this is Paul speaking, by the way, it should be, or else it's Peter. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye Present your bodies a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service. There we go. <sighs> it helps with the hand gestures. I, I realize you can't see my hand, but I'm like pointing at the brethren. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, 
hand extended, narrowed eyes, I beseech you. Woohoo! Second Nephi, 25, 26. Now we start with the ands. We went from the fours to Romans, which was an I, and now we are at the ands. That's how I label and keep these scriptures in order. And we talk of Christ, we rejoice in Christ, we preach of Christ, we prophesy of Christ. And we write according to our prophecies, that our children may know to what source they may look for remission of their sins. And yes, that is it. Now the second and, which is the longest of the ands, because it is two whole verses. It is Second Nephi. 32, 8-9. And now, my beloved brethren, I perceive that ye pon I perceive that ye ponder still in your hearts concerning this thing. And it grieveth me I no, okay, hold on. We jumped a little bit, didn't we? So it has to be And now, my beloved brethren, I perceive that ye ponder still in your hearts, and it grieveth me that I must speak concerning this thing. For if you would hearken unto the spirit which teacheth a man to pray, you would know that you must pray. For the evil spirit teacheth not a man to pray, but teacheth him that he must not pray. 9. But behold, I say unto you that you must pray always, and not faint, that you must not perform anything unto the Lord, save in the first place you shall pray unto the Father in the name of Christ, that he will consecrate thy performance before thee, that thy performance may be for the welfare of thy soul. Yeah. I recently reread that, and it's interesting to get context in that because, strangely enough, it doesn't look like he's talking to anyone who's in front of him. It didn't say he was addressing a crowd of people or anything like that. He's addressing us, us directly, which puts it in a whole new perspective at the beginning. He says this exact same thing at the beginning of the chapter, and he goes through this whole spiel, and then all of a sudden he interrupts saying, I perceive that you still don't believe what I'm saying. You still are having trouble like understanding what I'm saying, so I'm going to say it again, but I expect you to get it this, this time. Like, come on. And that, that's incredible to me. I wonder who is it for? It has to be for hundreds of people who read that. Because he wasn't addressing anyone in front of him. He was addressing us. He perceived the future. Mind blown, man. All right. After that, we have Mosiah. I believe, yes, yes, yes. Mosiah, Mosiah 2, 17. And behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, ye are only in the service of your God. Mm. That's the reason I started with that one. Let's see if you can guess that. Uh, no, I'll tell you. I started with that one 
because I need to know who I need to serve to show my love for God and to give back what he's given me. And that's the only thing he asks for return is to serve your fellow brethren, to serve your brother. Surely we can do that. Surely I can do that. And it's been hard, especially with coronavirus, you know. It's been hard to get out and get out of my shell and address people. I have social anxiety, in case you didn't know. So even just going to work and talking, becoming friends with them is a challenge for me. We kind of both sense the difference in me, and we... I don't know. It's just harder. That's why I'm working on it every day. Anyway, enough about me. Mosiah 2011. This is the hype scripture. And it came to pass that the people of Limhi began to drive the Lamanites before them, yet they were not half so numerous as the Lamanites. But they fought for their lives, and for their wives, and for their children. Therefore they exerted themselves, and like dragons did they fight. <sighs> dragons. They fought like dragons. It's very interesting to say. It raises a lot of questions, like, how do they know what a dragon is? What did they define a dragon as? Uh, how was the family system back then? From what I understand, their families weren't much different from what they are today. The world kind of had that relapse in, after the Dark Ages, and after all the people of Nephi were killed by the Lamanites. No priesthood on the earth. It was a sad time. But it allows us to see how history repeats itself. We are now at the cusp of when the people of Nehi, Nehi, apparently that's the word, Nephi, were about to be destroyed. And we're becoming like them. Alright. Just one more. Just one more. Second Nephi. Twenty Second Nephi two twenty seven. Wherefore men are free according to according to Alright. Men are free according to the flesh. And all things are given them which are expedient unto man. Period. And they are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the great mediator of all men, or to choose captivity and death according to the captivity and power of the devil. For he seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. And that is Second Nephi 2.27. And that, my friends, is the end. All men are free. All men are free to choose. All men have agency. All men determine for themselves what is right and what is wrong after the age of accountability. Before then, the parents have to help them decide.
We play a huge role. The parents do. They play a huge role in the development of a child. That's why we teach them what is right, what we believe in. And then they have to choose whether that's what they still believe in. More than likely, it's what they will. Alright, I'm excited to see you guys in the next episode, in the next, oh, the next podcast. Dang. Scripture Mastery, part in that one guy's life where he memorizes scriptures, yada, yada, yada. Oh, I hope you get something out of this. I hope you're able to see the great good in this world and to liken it unto God's word. Ah, I love you guys. Echo Snizer out.